This week is a big week for earnings. And on today's episode, I'm going to talk about my top five earnings that I'm going to watch. I'm going to talk about the company's revenue by segment and talk about how the current market will affect that revenue. If it will be a positive effect or maybe a negative effect. So let's get started. So we're going to do one company per day and for monday the biggest one i'm going to be taking a look at is going to be ibm and ibm reports monday after close so let's start off looking at ibm stock price right now this company is sitting at 120 dollars from its all-time highs that's still down about 23 percent so this company is down a nice amount compared to where it was just a few months ago also before i forget guys don't forget to subscribe don't forget to hit that thumbs up button it helps the channel out so much and i appreciate you guys for coming and watching these videos all right so now that we took a look at this company's stock price i wanted to take a look at how the segment for this revenue um, how the revenue segment for this company is so this company collected about 21.8 billion dollars of revenue this most the most recent quarter 7.2 billion dollars of that comes from cloud and software revenue and one i think that's going to continue to grow this quarter one right quarter one with people working from home we know from microns technology's most recent earnings that the cloud server and the cloud companies are right now driving with so much demand so i believe we're going to see growth in that segment of cloud and cognitive software next we're going to talk about global business services and here we talk about consulting global processor service and application management here it depends on what type of customers they might have if most of their customers are big all-time s p 500 companies then i think this would probably remain flat maybe a small decline but i don't see this being affected much right now next they have 6.9 billion dollars comes from global technology service and here they 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 distribute at 6.9 5.3 comes from infrastructure and cloud services. Again, I think anything right now dealing with cloud, some form of cloud revenue will continue to ramp up. And I'm, I feel like we're going to see some growth there. The next one is systems. Systems here, they have their network servers. And I think here we're still going to see a growth again, same just due to the overall market. More servers are needed, more clouding is needed. So I'm pretty I'm pretty bullish that we're going to see some form of revenue growth here. Next, let's take a look at Seeking Alpha. So Seeking Alpha, I want to use for two things. First, I want to take a look at what they estimate quarter one. Unfortunately, Seeking Alpha sees a 20% decline in earnings per share compared to the same time last year. Again, just because we're going to see a earnings per share decline doesn't mean that revenue has to decline as well. It can just be extra extra costs that are, are going to reduce these companies earnings per share, uh, maybe le less workers right going to the company and, and more money spent on building infrastructure can actually build br bring down the earnings per share, but still see a growth in revenue. Now, if we take a look at forward PE ratio for this company, I like to take a look at forward PE ratios two years from now. So for December 2021, this company is expected to make $13.17, which gives this a current forward PE ratio of 9.2 of 9.1. And I think that's actually pretty cheap. And IBM um, can actually be can act is actually on my radar now after looking at that forward PE ratio and looking at that revenue segment. We're also seeing a growth in annual revenue. 
Revenue for this year is expected to be 73.6 billion. Revenue for next year is expected to be 77.3 billion. So we still see a growth in revenue as well. And I like using Seeking Alpha because there's numerous and numerous of analysts that they pull their data from. So this is constantly being updated as we see these quarter revenue earnings per share already show a decline due to the coronavirus. So now let's take a look on Tuesday. Tuesday, there are a lot of companies that I'm pretty excited for. Before open, we have Coca-Cola and Lockheed Martin. After close, we have Netflix, Snap, and Chipotle. And we also have Texas Instruments. For right now, I'm only gonna pick one and I'm gonna take a look at Netflix, but I think all these companies are gonna be pretty big. And I, I just don't know what video I'm gonna do on first. So if you guys want me to do an earnings look at any of these uh, any of these companies, feel free to post on the comments and let me know. Be like, hey, Jose, take a look at Coca-Cola. I, I wanna look at, I wanna see a video of that instead of Netflix or Snapchat or Chipotle or Texas Instruments. So feel free to post in the comments. So first, let's start, um, let's start off with the stock price. Netflix has hit an all-time highs, and that's pretty crazy, right? When the overall market is down, company, certain companies are hitting all-time highs. Right now, Netflix is sitting at $422. It's up about 10% compared to February 20th, 20th, when it was pretty much when all of this started taking effect in the market so it's it's pretty that's pretty impressive that this company is up that much so let's take a look at this company's most latest revenue and pretty much all this company's revenue comes from their subscription services over 50 percent of the revenue comes from united states and canada the other 25 or so percent comes from europe middle east and africa about the other 25 comes from latin america and the asia pacific region so again, pretty much all these countries, uh, all, the whole world is shut down. So we are, I, I'm confident we are going to see additional members joined in in all of these segments. But one thing about Netflix, even though they provide a positive earnings per share, this company is still burning money. This, this company has yet to produce a positive cash flow um, quarter and I don't think we're gonna see that change anytime soon and Netflix has said it plenty of times throughout their earnings report that they don't expect ca positive cash flow for at least the next two years next let's take a look at seeking alpha seeking alpha expects this company to make uh, almost 200% growth in earnings per share compared to the same time last year is expected to make a dollar and 64 cents remember what i said though this company even though it does show a positive earnings per share it does not have a positive cash flow so this company is burning money now let's take a look at forward pe ratio this company has a 50.7 forward pe ratio for december 2021 one i didn't i i don't think it's low compared to the market but it is a lot lower than i, I thought it would be I, I honestly thought that it would be in the hundreds but a 54 pe ratio to me does not seem that crazy for a, a company that's growing this big right look at revenue for um, revenue next this year is expected to be 24 billion for next year it's expected to be 28 billion that's close to a 20 percent growth in revenue and for such a big company to see that type of revenue i think it's pretty impressive and i can understand why some might see this forward pe ratio to be pretty cheap for me i'm not a big fan of it i still think it's a little bit on the 
pricey side. All right, so next let's take a look at Wednesday. Wednesday we have a few companies, not too many that I'm excited for. I am excited to see Delta. AT&T is also doing it before open. Sands, which is just a casino, I think would be a pretty good to take a look at just to see how the overall casino market is doing. But right now we're gonna take a look at Delta Airlines. Of course, we have to talk about the elephant in the room. This company is down pretty big compared to just February. It has lost about 60% of the total value. And if you guys have watched my channel, my previous video was actually on JP Morgan. JP Morgan has actually been tracking what consumers are spending money in and comparing it to same time last year. Travel expenses have dropped down to almost 100% compared to same time last year. So people are not spending any money on their, on any travel expense and it does not seem to be changing anytime soon. And I can see why a company like this has taken such a big hit. But one, when I see a consumer spend, spend 100% less than same time last year, I, I it kind of freaks me out a bit and it's something as an investors, we should keep um, we should keep our eyes on. So taking a look at this company's 10K report, so the full year, this company made $42 billion last year. Out of that 42 billion, 36 came from tickets. So just pretty much uh, just tickets. The other five billion, five six billion came from loyalty travel awards and travel related services. Again, I, all of these are affected by the travel. So I'm I, I'm very curious to see how bad the drop is going to be. If we take a look at Seeking Alpha, Seeking Alpha expects this company to lose about 90 cents per share for this upcoming earnings compared to 90 cents that they were making same time last year. So in theory, that's a 200% decline in in earnings per share. That's definitely something scary for this for this for the whole travel sector. And I just want to see how the market is going to react to the news. For December 2020, this company is expected to lose a lot of money and it has no forward P.E. ratio. But for December 2021, this company right now has a forward P.E. ratio of 4.75. So if you do believe that the company that the travel sector or just Delta, not the travel sector, because obviously planes are still going to continue. But if you think that Delta will still um, Delta will still continue, then definitely uh, this is definitely a cheap price. Uh, a 4.75 forward PE ratio for December 2021 is is definitely cheap. But I, I definitely want to see how the the investing world is going to react to their earnings. All right, now we're going to take a look at Thursday. And Thursday we have some nice companies coming along too. My top ones that are going to be are Domino's, Intel, and Southwest. Hershey too. I'm, I'm a big fan of chocolate, so Hershey too. But um, not many people might be excited about Hershey. Uh, but here, I'm not going to talk about Southwest because we just took a look at we just took a look at Delta, and I'm pretty sure we'll have similar results. Intel. I'm big fan of Intel, but right now with the whole coronavirus, everybody working from home, everybody staying home. I think Domino's is probably the company that might do. The best out of everything i know here in my household my wife and i we just keep ordering dominoes right now we're actually tired of how much we've been ordering it so this past week we've only ordered it once but i think the week before that we had dominoes two or three times that week 
So let's take a look at Domino's stock. And I think Domino's is the only restaurant business that's up right now positive compared to where it started. I mean, let's just take a look at December. Compared to December, this company's up 27%. And let's compare it to February 19th when it's pretty much when the everything started happening. This company is up 22%. So Domino's is up pretty big. The only thing though is that I'm worried about this is the when it comes with the clouding service, like we saw in IBM, I think that's a service that will continue to grow even after this whole virus is done. But Domino's Pizza, when pe once people start going back to work, is this form of demand that they're getting now something that they're gonna keep holding on when everything gets back to normal and if things get back to normal? And to me, I wanna say no. I think once everything goes back to some form of normal, I think Domino's will see a smaller decline in demand. But again, I could be wrong with, with my with my opinion there. So let's take a look at Seeking Alpha. Seeking Alpha for quarter one expects this company to have a 12% year-to-year growth. Again, that's pretty crazy. And this company for December 2021 has a forward PE ratio of 31. For, for me, that's pretty high for a restaurant business. For a restaurant business, I'm looking somewhere easily below 20. Let's take a look at this company's revenue. For this year, they're expected to make $3.84 billion. For next year, they're expecting to make $4.08. So close to, what's that? Close to a 8% growth in revenue for the next year. Not bad, but I don't think a forward PE ratio for, of 30.96 is something that I would invest in. Again, doesn't mean it's a bad investment. It just means for me, it's not an investment that I would go into. Taking a look at this company's revenue, a huge portion comes from supply chain. Supply chain makes up over 600, makes up close to 70% of the total revenue for this company. And you might ask what supply chain is. Supply chain is if you own a franchising, a franchise Domino's, you order your dough, your pizza, your sauce from them, and that's where they're providing that. That's where they're getting that money. So I think that's so smart. They're the ones that provide the ingredients. They sell it to the franchise, and that's where most other money comes from. The other, the thirty percent, is pretty much divided among everything else, and that's just fees from royalties from franchising, franchising fees for international. So pretty much the same thing, and then advertising. They have advertising. Uh, whatever advertisement they have for different companies you know i know domino's was working with call of duty i think this past this past month uh, i think it was call of duty i'm not 100 percent sure if it was call of duty but advertisement like that where they promote some form of other other company is where they collect this form of advertisement revenue finally we're going to take a look at friday and friday i'm, I'm actually surprised that we're having some cool companies report on Friday and Monday. Normally, we just see them on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. So it's going to be a pretty busy week for me. But on Friday, the two ones I'm going to be taking a look at are Verizon and American Express. Right now, we're just going to take a look at Verizon. Verizon, if we take a look at the past year, let's take a look at February 18th. This company is pretty much flat compared to February 18th, which was when I was looking at with the other companies. And now let's take a look at where this company makes its revenue. So for the most recent quarter, this company made $34.2 billion of revenue. Out of that $34.2 billion, 24.2, so that's close to 60, over 66%, comes from Verizon consumer revenues. 
And here's where they have their wireless, their file services, their phone wireless system. So a huge portion of that, obviously a huge portion comes from that. I do think we are gonna see growth in the file service. I'm not sure how many more people are right now out there buying, um, getting new phone plans, phone lines uh, right now. But I do think the file service is, is, is probably gonna see a growth revenue as companies want to increase their servers, their server capacity and people working from home, all, all these kids, if you have 10 kids and all these, I don't know who has 10 kids, but imagine if you have 10 kids, all of them want to watch Netflix, all of them want to play video games. You need some form of increased network. So I, I think even small homes have also increased their overall network speeds. The other 33% it comes from Verizon's business revenue. And this is due to phone net additions, pretty much just hardware phones. And here, I think we're going to see a decline in this. And if you guys have been watching my videos, I did do a video on Micron technology and Micron technology was a good, was a good indication of how the market was doing because they reported so early and they mentioned just how the overall market was doing in China. And two things they mentioned. The first thing is that they saw huge growth in clouding service. And that's why I'm pretty bullish in companies like IBM. The second thing is they saw a huge decline in consumer electronics, especially the phone business. They, not many people are out there buying phones right now and I, I don't blame them. So I do think this segment of Verizon is gonna see a decrease with less phones being, being bought out right now or less phones being upgraded. But right, again, this only makes up close to not even 30% of Verizon's total revenue. So it's not something that I would be completely scared about especially since remember just how i thought about dominoes is this something that's gonna continue to affect even after the whole virus and market picks back up and i don't think so i think once everything gets back to normal people like always are gonna gonna want the best phone the newer phone and that revenue will pick up again so that's it i hope you guys enjoyed today's episode let me know in the comments what company you guys are excited for this week Take care, have a good night, and see you next time.